0: All right, guys, welcome to episode 27 of the podcast. As you you can tell, this is going to be a solo episode. It's just going to be me because Aaron, I guess, I think, I guess he got like three Twitch followers from the podcast and now he's just, he's too big time to show up for the podcast. So I'm just going to do it by myself. So this episode is going to be kind of like an update plus a story because I know there hasn't been a podcast in maybe a month or three weeks, something like that. It's been, I know it's been a while. And I'm sure most of you follow my main channel. So you know that I've also taken a break from that channel for two weeks. So this is just going to kind of be like a a more in-depth story because whenever I made that video on my main channel, it's saying that I was taking a break and I mentioned that I was sick for five weeks and I was in the hospital. And I just said, you know, it's it's no big deal, but I'm going to be back. Tons and tons of people wanted to know more like more in depth like what happened why was i in the hospital what like what did i have all that kind of stuff so i'm gonna get into that the i'll start off first what i had i don't know what i had i assume it was corona because it was the sickest i've ever been in my life and i just i feel like although i didn't have a whole lot of the symptoms I, like I, I didn't have any breathing problems or anything like that. So I didn't. So that, I guess that was like the main symptom that it had, but I I didn't have that. But I mean, I'll get, get into it into the, the story. But whenever I was in the hospital, they pretty much refused to test me for Corona. So I didn't. So that's why I don't know what I had because they told me I was low risk. So they couldn't test me or something. So the. Uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. So the reason that I, I think that I probably had the, the coronavirus was one, because it was the sickest I've ever been in my life. And two, I just feel like the chances of me being the sickest I've ever been in my life just happening to be at the same time that we have a pandemic going on and what I have not be the virus that's causing the pandemic. I feel like those two things happening at the same time are very, very slim because I I never get sick to begin. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I never get sick to begin with. And when I am sick, it's like two, maybe three days max. And this was about five to six weeks of really being sick, and then it was eight weeks of until I was 100% normal. So, I mean, that's that's pretty significant. So, what happened was the so I'll start at week one. Week one. Day one, I felt I just felt like obviously like I was getting sick. I felt I kind of had, I had like flu like symptoms pretty much. When I woke up, I had I had body aches. I, w- I had fatigue, very severe fatigue, like. For the first five weeks or so that I was sick, I, it wasn't just regular fatigue. I had like debilitating fatigue, like. Like getting up to go from my bed to the bathroom, which is only like 20 feet, was completely exhausting. Like I would wake up, go to the bathroom, go back to bed and go back to sleep because that was all I had. That was all the energy I had. So like that's the kind of that kind of fatigue, not just like I'm a little bit tired, like like something was just sucking all of the life out of me mentally and physically, like physically was bad, but even, even mentally. So that, so week one, I had the fatigue, body aches. And for the first, like four days of week one, I had like a weird dizziness that wasn't like, usually when you think of dizziness, like nauseous, but I wasn't nauseous. I just, I felt like like my equilibrium was off. Like whenever I would walk, if you've ever been on like a, like a cruise ship, that's kind of like moving or a boat that's moving. Like that was the feeling I had whenever I would try to walk. Like I just kind of like felt like everything was off. So that was weird, but that only lasted for like four days for the first four days. And then that kind of went away. And with, when that went away, the, um, the body aches kind of went away by halfway went away with it. And I also, I'm pretty sure I had a fever for most of it, but I don't own a thermometer, so I don't know 100% if I had a fever. So that was week one. Miserable, obviously. Week two was the same, was pretty much the same as week one, was pretty much the same as the end of week one, as far as the fatigue and the body aches, kind of like mild body aches, but main the, the main problem that I had was just fatigue. I just had no energy to do anything. And like, so, and when I say like, not enough energy to do anything, I mean, like I would lay in bed and even trying to watch a movie, like just the the mental energy it takes to comprehend a movie was too much. It was like it that was completely exhausting. Like I would watch, like I would put on, like I would put on a movie. Within 10 minutes, I just felt like I was just completely overwhelmed and I just couldn't even handle watching the movie. So like for the whole second week, for most of the second week, I really didn't do anything. Like I would literally just wake up, be in bed, and just sit there. <clears throat> just sit there. Because those all I had the energy to do and that went on for the entire second week. So that that was, that. that's what happened throughout the entire second week plus on and off throughout the second week. And not just the second week, this went on on and off throughout the first, like four weeks or so I had like, I guess it would be like a sensitivity to light is what I had. But like I had this, this whole thing was weird. Like it was like, I had like a, a million different things wrapped into one because th- this particular thing that happened on and off was like, it wasn't like necessarily a sensitivity to, to light. It was just like, like I could be like, you know, walking around the house or like doing, um, just doing normal stuff. Of course, you know, not, not very much of it. Cause I was so tired, but just like, you know, sometimes I would go you know, go to the living room and try to like watch TV in there or whatever. And like, If I was watching something that was, like, kind of far away, I was fine. But having any screen up close was, like, I don't know how to describe it, really. It just, like, it made me, like, nauseous just having, like, any screen up close. so I couldn't have, like, I couldn't look at a laptop because it would, like, make start making me, like, really, like, weird and feel weird and, like, be dizzy and stuff. If I looked at my phone for too long, like, and, I mean, I'm talking, like, Four or five minutes within that little amount of time, it would like start making me like feel nauseous and weird. I had to like put it down and just kind of like sit there and kind of chill out. So that was weird, and that was just, like just completely random. Like it wasn't like it went on for three or four days at a time. Like it wasn't like it went on for like three or four days and then went away. It was just like on, like say for maybe five hours. The first five hours of one day, it might be there, and then it might go away for the rest, and then. Maybe the whole next day, there's nothing. And then maybe the day after that, maybe it's like that throughout that entire day. It was just like just completely random. No, 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 like real reason on why it was, why it would happen, why it wouldn't happen. So that was, that was kind of weird. So then towards the end of, so then towards the end of week two, I started feeling a little bit better. I started feeling better, like, um, not obviously not a hundred percent better, but I was, there was one day, like I was, you know, really sick. And then there was one of the days I woke up, I was probably like 50%. And then the next day I was maybe 80%. And the next day after that, I was maybe like 95. And then the next day after that, it was, I felt completely fine. I had on of week three, I had like four days in a row where I felt 100% fine. Like I was doing, I think I filmed a video. I think that was the day that I filmed the last podcast that you guys have seen. I did like, I was mowing the grass doing, you know, cleaning the house, doing everything that I normally did. My energy was like a, a little bit low, which was, you know, which was fine. It was way higher than it had been the previous two weeks, but Overall I felt really really good. So then I go through those 4 days of feeling great. And then I think maybe on I think it was a Saturday I woke up like Friday felt great. Everything's good. Saturday I wake up and I feel pretty much like I did the morning of the very first day that I that I felt sick. And it was like and it was just like that same just kind of like run down, tired feeling. And it was, it was really weird. Cause like, I just, I woke up and I was sitting there in bed and I was thinking like, am I getting sick again? So then I was thinking, I was like, man, like I thought I was over this. Like, is it, is whatever I have it did and that I get over it. And then like, I've somehow like reinfected myself. Was it like really not a way? And like, now it's like coming back for a second wave or like like, what's going on. So, that Saturday, I uh, you know, I felt bad. I pretty much stayed in bed all day just trying to like – I didn't stay in bed because like I couldn't – because like I didn't have the energy to do anything else like I did the first couple weeks. But I just chose to like kind of, you know, just really chill out and just kind of like vegetate for the day, hoping that like me just resting would, you know, make it, you know, whatever it is, make it go away faster. So that way maybe within like a couple days I can be, you know, back to where I was. That didn't work. So I kind of just, you know, vegetated for that day, chilled out, and then that was Saturday, then Sunday I woke up, felt worse than I did Saturday, so I knew like okay, there's something going on here, like something something's wrong. So all day Sunday didn't do anything. Monday I woke up and I felt better than Saturday or I felt better than Sunday on Monday. So then i uh you know kind of still you know took it easy that day i and throughout that whole day, I woke up feeling kind of you know whatever, and then by the end of that day, I felt pretty much completely normal, so I figured, okay, you know whatever this is, you know, I was sick for the two weeks, had a little break where I was good, and then you know maybe like sick a little bit again, so I was thinking like you know maybe I had whatever for these first two weeks, and then maybe. I had a, a hundred million different scenarios running through my head, but I was thinking, you know, maybe I got sick for the first two weeks and then got over it. And then maybe I like had just a little bit of a cold or something for these last three days, because my immune system was suppressed from fighting whatever I was fighting for two weeks or whatever. So that that's what, that's the mindset that I had. So when I woke up, so by the end of like Monday, I felt pretty good Tuesday. I was supposed to go back to work because I had you know I'd been off you know the previous 3 weeks because of being sick. So Tuesday I'm supposed to go back to work. Tuesday I wake up and I don't feel nearly as good as I did that night before whenever I went to bed, but I don't feel like horrible. I probably feel probably about 80%. And since the day before I had felt, you know, bad in the morning and then gradually got better throughout the day, whenever I woke up on Tuesday to go to work, I figured I was like, all right, you know i feel I kind of feel like garbage right now, but if you know if today's like yesterday, then gradually throughout the day I should feel better, so I'm just gonna you know go ahead, go to work, tough it out for the first you know couple hours, and then I should feel good enough and you know be fine. That's not what happened, so I go to work, I'm there i I drive to work, I walk into the building. I go into the office and I'm sitting in, and I'm sitting down on a bar stool, talking to the to the people in the office. And I'm I'm not in there. Maybe. Probably not even 10 minutes or so. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there just like I am now. I'm just sitting down. I'm just talking. And, I'm, you know, we're just sitting there talking. And I, I, you know, I, I feel kind of weird. But like, you know, I've been feeling bad for three weeks. So I didn't think much of it. So I'm sitting there and we're talking and then like all of a sudden I start feeling like hot. Like I feel like I had a jacket on because it was cold outside. But like I just started feeling like like really hot. And I was like, oh man. So I like, you know, I, I take my jacket off, set it to the side. And then like I'm I'm still like I'm getting like feeling hotter. And this is like in a very short amount of time. This this happens maybe in like within like a two minute span, maybe. So I take the jacket off. I'm still, I'm still feeling hot. Like I'm almost like I'm almost starting to sweat from from being so hot. And then like as I'm and then I'm I'm still talking to them. But as I'm talking to them, I start to kind of notice that like everything around me is kind of getting blurry. And I like I'm not like it's just weird. Like I'm sitting there and I'm starting to notice like everything's kind of getting blurry. And I start feeling kind of lightheaded. So then I I tell, so I, I say to them out loud, I'm like, hey, I'm getting lightheaded. So then pretty much about the time I say that everything gets like, re- it was like kind of blurry. Everything gets really blurry. And then it starts looking like I look, I looks like I'm looking down a tunnel and um, you know, the uh, peripheral vision is like starting to get like kind of close in. And what I, and I'm like, I said, I'm look, I look like, I feel like I'm looking down two different tunnels and everything is just slowly closing in. And then it like just slowly closes into black. And then I, wake up on the ground. So I passed out. And uh, so I, I am so I was sitting there talking to them. I pass out. I fall off the bar stool, fall on the ground. Pretty much once I hit the ground, I guess I come back or whatever. So I'm waking up and I don't know if, if you guys have ever passed out before, you know that whenever you like, whenever you're like waking back up, it's like, it's almost like you're watching a TV. that's on mute because or at least for me it is because i've only passed out twice but this has happened both times whenever you're like waking up you like you open your eyes and you can see everything but it like it takes like maybe 10 seconds or so for like your ears to turn back on so like whenever i'm waking up there's like all these people looking at me and they're talking to me but i can't hear anything they're saying because i just hear silence so i eventually you know get you know not wake up, but like I, you know, get back to normal, and I realize, and I'm, you know, processing everything. Like, okay, I just passed out, whatever. So they call the hospital or the uh, ambulance. The ambulance comes. They check. Uh, they check my blood sugar. That was fine. They check my blood pressure. That was fine. And then they hook me to some machine. I don't even know what it was. And it was like, it was almost like an it might have been an EKG. It was like it had all the like all the pads that they stick all over your chest, like an EKG does. And they stuck all those to me and they were like looking at it and they said, I don't remember exactly what they said, whatever they said they saw, they said it was like consistent with someone that's dehydrated, which I shouldn't have been dehydrated, but I most definitely could have been. So they tell me, they're like, like, well, I mean, you can we can take you to the hospital or we cannot. But then they were telling me like, well, if we don't take you to the hospital and then we leave and then you pass out again, then we're definitely taking you to the hospital, even if you don't want to. So I decided I was like. And just just to preface this before before this, I hadn't been to a doctor in like probably 10 years, so like there could have been anything wrong with me, because like I I as far as I know, there's nothing wrong with me, like I don't take any medications. I've never had any anything weird happened. The only time I've ever been to the hospital is like for stitches. So like up until this point, I've never had any medical problems and everything has been fine, but I also hadn't been to like any regular checkups or like anything like that. So I'm thinking, okay, well, obviously there's something wrong. I've been sick for like two weeks with like a little bit of a, with a little four day break in there. And then now I'm sick again. And then now I'm, going unconscious while I'm just sitting down doing nothing. So, you know, there's, there has to be something wrong with me. So I go in the ambulance, they take me to the hospital. I get to the hospital. And, uh, the, if you've ever been to the ER, the ER is just like, even though this is right in the middle of the whole Corona thing, the ER is just like a madhouse. There's and now there was only like maybe four people in there like me and four other people and there was like you know probably 100 150 seats so it was relatively empty but there was like there was some some lady that came in that i'm sure she was probably on some type of drugs or something she gave like the some ambulance wheeled her in and so i got to listen to her scream for like two hours because there was like something wrong with her leg And like the doctor would try to touch her leg and then she'd be like, Oh no, don't touch it. And she'd start screaming. And then he would tell her like, I have to touch your leg to look at it. And then she'd start screaming and they went back and forth for like two hours. So that was awesome. Got to listen to that for two hours. So eventually they, uh, they, you know, they take me back there or whatever they do. When they take me back, they do an EKG and they say they, uh, do the EKG. That's fine. They do, they ended up doing 12 pages total of blood work and everything was fine. The only thing they, the only thing they told me that my white blood cell count was just a little bit high, which, uh, from being sick. So then they do what's called an orthostatic blood pressure test where I had to like, I would lay down and then they would check my blood pressure. I would like I think I laid down. They checked it, sit up, they checked it, stand up, they checked it. And then I think they made me walk around the room and then uh stand still and they would check it. They said all that was fine. So then they and then of course they asked me a bunch of questions and whatever. And then my whatever blood work they did at the time, because they did, like I said, they did 12 pages overall, 12 pages worth of blood work overall, but they, you know, they did it all in like stages. So I guess, so whatever the first things were, they checked that first round of blood work came back and all that was good. So I'm just kind of, you know, just chilling in the ER waiting to see what they're going to do or whatever. So they tell me that like, you know, they've done, they tell me everything that they've done. And then they tell me that they want to do, um, a chest x-ray, which I went, got the chest x-ray. They looked that, they said that was fine. So then they said since everything that they had checked up until then was fine, they wanted to do an echo, which is just like and it's pretty much just an ultrasound of your heart, so that way they can see like the chambers of your heart and the valves and they can like see everything work or whatever. So they tell me they want to do that. So I'm like, you know, okay, whatever. So they tell me that and then of course and then this is where this is where it got like up until this point I wasn't really like that worried. I was just kind of there just going through the motions just because i knew that you know that's what i needed to do at the time so i was just kind of you know just there going through the motions whatever so obviously i was in the er so the er was set up to there was like like five like i guess like rooms but you know there's just like beds with you know just curtains in between them and then the one that i was in was at the end right beside i guess like the I guess like a little office or whatever that the nurses and doctors were standing in or whatever. So I'm sitting there in the, or I'm laying there on the bed and I can hear the doctor talking to somebody on the phone. This is where it gets stressful. So I can hear her talking on the phone and I'm kind of, I'm like half listening to what she says, but then I hear her say my name. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Oh, she's talking about me. So I'm sitting there. And I'm I'm listening like real close and I hear her telling whoever she's on the phone with, I'm assuming like another doctor or whatever. So she's telling whoever she's on the phone with, like, you know, all the tests that they've done and like, ha- like every, you know, all my answers to the questions they asked and all that kind of stuff. I'm sitting there and I'm listening and I hear her say, she says, I really think it's a, a left ventricle. And then she said some other word that I don't remember what it was, but she said left ventricle, whatever is what she said. So I, so like I, So that's in my mind. I hear her say that. And I'm like, I'm like, so that's what she thinks I have. Okay. Left ventricle something. So I just keep that in my mind. So they come back, they tell me, okay, well, you know, it's kind of late in the day. We can't do the echo now, but we can do it in the morning. So we're going to have to admit you uh, overnight and then we'll do the test in the morning. So I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. Everything's great. They take me to it. They put me on an IV, which the woman had to dig from my vein. She had to stick me like six different times just to get the IV in, which that was so much fun i can't even express so they get put me on an iv and then they they admit me put me in a room i'm sitting in the room and i sh- this isn't what i should have done but i did it anyway i ended up on, i got on google and i remembered what what she said how she said left ventricle whatever so I, t- I type in google left ventricle and then like you know five six options pop up or whatever whichever one it was i clicked on that one I click on it and I'm looking and I and I see that it's that whatever it was it's whenever your left ventricle which is the main chamber of your heart whenever the walls of your left ventricle thicken or get thick or whatever for some for whatever reason they get thick so it, so your heart can't pump as good so so I, of course I end up down this <laughs> I end up down this rabbit hole of Google and I end up finding out so it ends up, everything ends up coming back to like the left ventricle, whatever is like the first, um, it's the first, uh, symptom to a heart failure. So that's awesome. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, great. Then this is like when it gets like really stressful. So I'm thinking, awesome. This is like the first step to heart failure. You know, this, this is the end I'm I'm dead. Is, is that's, that's all I can think is like, I'm just sitting there. and I'm like, great. This is the end. This is you know this this is the end twenty six and I'm dead, so <laughs> of course, I was sure I was being overdramatic but that that's that's what I was thinking so I saw that it said you know the, the first symptom to heart failure or whatever so then I start so then I you know google I'm like, okay well, what what are the symptoms of heart failure so I google what are the here i am twenty six googling the symptoms to heart failure, and one of the symptoms I see was loss of consciousness, so I'm like, all right, well. Yeah, I had that one. That's how I ended up in this whole thing. So then I see, and this is where it got really stressful for me. So then, like, the next thing I see is uh, one of the symptoms of heart failure is that your feet swell. So I'm thinking, huh, feet swelling? You know, you know, my feet don't swell. So, but as I'm sitting here, I'm like literally, as I'm reading that a symptom of heart failure is your feet swelling, as I'm reading this, the nurse walks into my room and to tell me that she needs to check my feet for swelling. So here I am sitting here looking, looking, literally reading the symptoms of heart failure. And she comes in here to check me for one of the symptoms of heart failure. And like, it, it was like this whole moment where I'm just like sitting there and it was like this realization. I was like, I'm dead. Like, this is it. Like this is like, they're literally checking me for heart failure. So this like this this is the end. And I start like I didn't say anything, but like in my head I'm like l- I'm losing my mind. I am like I'm stressed out to the max. So then she for, so she checks my feet or whatever and of course they weren't swollen. They were you know normal. And even though they weren't swollen, for whatever reason like the like just that moment stuck with me and I, like it just it's stressed like for the rest of the time I was in the hospital, the only thing I could think like that was the only thought that I was thinking was like this is the end like this, like I'm dead. And I mean looking back now those I know that was probably a little bit overdramatic, but that was it. that was the only thought just constantly running through my mind was like, there is something wrong with me, I'm dead like there's something wrong with me, this is the end." So I'm just like running through my head just like you know just all these crazy thoughts and, and you know I, I didn't sleep at all that night i and I, I should have put my phone down so i should have done and i probably could have slept but i ended up like i ended up on google and i'm looking i mean for hours i'm like looking up symptoms of heart failure and then okay so if you have this symptom and this symptom what does this mean and then you know how long can you live with heart failure and like how do you treat heart failure can you can you reverse heart failure like i'm just like going down, going down this rabbit hole of heart failure just going on and on and on and of course Whenever you're on Google and you're looking up symptoms of any type of sickness, everything you could look go on. you can go on WebMD and you could type in that you have a pain in your finger. And if you search, if you go down the rabbit hole far enough, it'll end up you'll end up that your finger pain means that you're dying. So that was pretty much what everything that I searched ended up coming around to was like everything circled back to, well, you're dying. So I'm so I'm just laying there and I'm just like, well. It was good while it lasted, you know, it was, a, it was a good 26 years, but I guess, I guess this is the end. So I was just like, just, you know, losing my mind, stressed out. So I didn't, I slept, I mean, I slept maybe probably like an hour while I was in the hospital, if that. So I'm pretty much laying there. I, I fall asleep for maybe like an hour and then they come in at like, they, I fell asleep probably about three and like somewhere around Four, they came in to get more blood for something for another test or whatever. So they come in and get blood. And after they got done digging around my arm and getting blood, there was no chance of going back to sleep because I, I wasn't really tired to begin with. And then after getting stabbed like six times to get blood and of course, thinking about to die, there's no chance of, of getting any sleep. So after that, the, uh, so I get up in the morning or or not get up i was already up and they uh they bring me breakfast which was actually like a big stress reliever like just eating breakfast for some reason just was like you know it was like one of the few things that like kind of like made me happy in that moment i was like oh okay and because there was it was bacon and eggs and, and a biscuit and i was like oh okay this is actually pretty good so maybe you know i might be dying but at least i'm at least i'm kind of enjoying myself right now while, while i'm eating breakfast So I ate breakfast or whatever. And I was in, I was in a little bit of a better mood after I ate breakfast for whatever reason. I was just kind of just thinking, I started thinking more like, I guess like reasonably like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe there's nothing wrong. And I was, you know, kind of trying to, you know, be in a little bit better mood. So they uh, probably around. So I just kind of, you know, laid there until probably noon and then noon. uh, They send a guy in, he, he comes in, you know, folds my bed up or whatever and rolls me down the hallway and he rolls me down to the place where they're going to do the, uh, the echo. So they roll me down there. They roll me in the room and the, uh, the lady, you know, <laughs> she rubs the gel all over my chest and she has like the little wand and she's like, look like the way and the way this was set up was like, I'm facing straight laying in the bed and she's facing the opposite direction of me. And she's looking at, and the monitor that she's looking at is the, also the opposite direction of me. So I can't see. So keep in mind, I can't see what's on the monitor, but I can see her, I can see her uh, body language, is what I can see. So I'm laying there, she's doing the scan, she like starts doing this, she's you know, we're just kind of like, you know, chit-chatting back and forth, and she's rubbing the gel on me or whatever. And she like actually starts doing the thing, starts doing the scan, and she's like looking for a, a certain spot or whatever. And she like finds I guess she finds whatever spot she's looking for, and she's like holding the thing there, and whenever she's holding it there. I look over and I see her like looking at the monitor, but she's like doing this. Like she's like opening her eyes real big and she's like getting real close to the monitor and like looking like just like she just looks like very concerned and she's like like doing like clicking buttons and just like looks like something's really wrong. And she like keep she holds it there for like maybe like four or five minutes while she's like looking at something, and then she like turns like the sound on and I can like hear my heart beating like through the speakers, which I mean, it, I don't know what the sound means. I don't know if it's a good noise or a bad noise, but it sounds like, but whenever I hear it, it sounds, sounds scary to me. It sounds like something, something's wrong, which you know ended up not being the case. But so I hear all that. And then I'm like, I'm asking her, I thought during this whole thing, this whole thing probably took maybe probably like 30 minutes for her to do like the, cause she had to like, look at all the different parts or whatever. So she looks at it all. And like, it was like, Each new place that she went to on my on my chest that she was like looking into each new place was like a new, like weird look. And like she just like kept looking concerned. And throughout this whole thing, I probably asked her. And this this was really stressing me out by this point, because throughout the whole thing, I probably asked her. Ten times at least, like, what do you see? Is there something wrong? Do you like like just like trying to get some type of like confirmation that I'm not dying? Like I was just, just looking for anything and she wouldn't give me nothing. She would all, the only thing that she would say is she would say she would, she would be sitting there and she would just like, whenever I would talk to her her like this, like concerned, like look that she'd have on her face, just kind of like went away. And then she was just kind of like, she was uh, like typing or whatever. And she'd just be like, well, I'm not allowed to give you any results. That's all she would say. So I'm just laying there like, oh, great. You know, she looks concerned and she can't give me results. So awesome. So then, you know, about two or three minutes later, she'd look concerned. again. I'd ask her, hey, you know, you see anything wrong? Can't give you any results. And she just kept doing that. Just kept telling me that over and over and over. And After like the 10th time, I was like, man, all right, well, I really am dying. You know, she's not because she would she wasn't giving me like a I mean, just like a like a little like you're going to be all right. Or just like I mean, just anything would have just like took the edge off. But she didn't get she didn't give give me nothing. So she gets done or whatever. They, they push me back to my room and like, I'm just replaying what she like, what just happened. I'm just like replaying that in my mind over it. Like these are like weird looks she's giving, like, I'm just replaying that in my mind over and over and over. I'm like, well, you know, I was all the stuff I was reading on Google and all that stuff. I'm like, well, I guess this really is the end. (laughs) You know, She, you know, this lady looked like she was very concerned and, She wouldn't give me anything or whatever. So we get done probably about one or so. I end up back in my room, something like that. So then I don't get any results until like probably seven o'clock, something like that. So that whole time I'm literally just sitting in my room, just like, again, just like I was the night before, just stressing out like, okay, you know, what's going to happen? What are they going to do? I'm thinking like, You know, I'm just sitting there thinking like, great, I'm probably not even they're probably not even going to let me go home. They're probably going to do some type of surgery and like like all this stuff. And I just like my mind's just just running circles a million miles an hour, just thinking of all these different things that could be happening. And like nobody will tell me anything. And then they also I I think after I I got the echo was whenever I asked them if they were going to test me for Corona. And then they were like, pretty much no, you know, you're low risk. You don't you're not having problems breathing. So we're not going to test you. So that was like another, like slap in the face, like, oh, great. You know, now I'm definitely not never going to know what's happening. So I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm. I don't even think I was watching TV. I'm just basically just stressing out and drinking water is all I did. And I'm just sitting there and then like I just hear somebody whistling. I'm thinking, you know, like, OK, someone's whistling and then the uh, the cardiologist just walks in my room and he was the one that was whistling He's just you know happy as can be. He walks in the room and he's like, "Well, uh, got all your results. Everything's fine, and uh, we're gonna send you home." So I'm like, so I'm just laying there. I'm just like shocked. I'm just like, okay. So there's there's nothing wrong. He's like, no, everything's good. And I'm like, okay. So I don't have it. There's nothing wrong with my heart. I don't have any heart problems. I'm not I'm not dying. Like there's I'm not gonna have a heart attack. Like there's not nothing's going on. I'm all good. And he's like he's like, yep, you're completely fine. So I was like, okay, so. What, uh, so why did I, you know, what do you, why do you think I, I passed out? And he goes, well, which just was kind of unsettling to hear, but he, he goes, well, you know, sometimes that happens. And I was like, okay, so just sometimes that happens. Like, you know, sometimes you just pass out. He's like, yeah, um, we can't really find anything. So yeah, sometimes it happens. And then he just left and that was it. So then, you know, the nurses come in and like an hour later or so, and they start pulling out my IV and taking all the all the tape off me and all that kind of stuff. And then they send me home. And uh, I remember the like it was I felt real like on top of being stressed out, I felt, you know, of course, I still had the fatigue, but I, I felt so, so bad while I was in there. Like I felt worse than I did like Then whenever I was sick for the first two weeks before that, like while I was in, like, I just felt like I said, just so bad, like just run down. And of course I didn't sleep. So that didn't help. I felt horrible, but whenever he walked in there and he said, whenever he walked in there and he goes, everything's good. Like you're fine for, for, for whatever reason it was like, it was like someone just like waved a magic wand. And I felt like a million bucks. Like I, like I was like, I didn't feel tired anymore. I didn't feel sick anymore. I felt completely fine. I felt like, like all this stress and anxiety and all this stuff had just been like taken away, and everything was good. So then I, you know, I get dressed or whatever, and I was walking to a, uh, I was walking to my car to drive home. And uh, so I'm like, I'm walking out of the hospital. It's probably like eight o'clock at night. It was probably like seventy five degrees. There was a nice breeze. It was like it was. I felt. Amazing, so I you know I get in the car I drive home everything's good rest of that day I feel fine, and uh, I figure okay you know maybe this is over maybe I'm not sick anymore wasn't the case so after the, I guess like after the high of you know realizing I'm I'm not dying and like everything's fine after that kind of wore off you know went to bed woke up the next day same thing just felt just exhausted just mentally and physically but this time more mentally than physically like i i had some of my i had most like not most i probably had 80 percent of my physical energy back but i was still just mentally drained just like i mean just no no desire to do anything i would eat like i would i spent like a couple days trying to like plan videos i just couldn't like i couldn't come up with titles for video i couldn't come up with like ideas for videos i couldn't i had some videos that like i already had you know like a general idea of what I wanted to do but I hadn't I normally whenever I come up with a video I come up with like the general idea and then I write that down somewhere and then whenever it comes time for me to you know shoot that video like the day before or whatever I'll kind of expand on it and kind of figure out you know exactly what I what I want the video to be but I couldn't even do that it was like same thing as before just mentally just not even there just drained couldn't couldn't think couldn't do anything so I was just like, like I thought at that point, I thought there was like something wrong with me. Like, like something else, like something else was wrong with me because like, I didn't feel all that bad. Yeah. I felt a little bit tired, but like just mentally, I just felt like there was just nothing going on. Like I would, like, I don't even know I've never even felt that way before. Like I just felt just empty. And I would like, I would try to watch a TV show, watch, a, watch videos or whatever. And there was just, Nothing. It was just like, it was like, I was just like just processing information, but I wasn't like, like there was no thoughts. Like it, it was, distra- it was very strange. I've never felt that way before. But, uh so that went on. That went on up until today. It's, it's the eighth today. That went on until like Last week. So it was like from this, this whole experience from beginning to end was roughly like eight weeks because the last I was like sick for six, give or take. And then the, and then I went back to work and then the last two weeks that I was at work, I was like, physically I had probably 90% of my 90 to 95% of my energy back physically. But just mentally, I was just it was just not there, and just felt weird and off, and that went on. Like I said, that went on until like last week, and then up until last week, I did, I did never felt like one hundred percent exactly the way I felt before I got sick, and then of course now I feel fine, but and now I feel I, I now I truly feel one hundred percent. So whether this was like the coronavirus or whatever this was, it was the worst thing that it was the, the, it was the worst thing I've ever been through in my life. I'm pretty sure. Like it was definitely the worst, worst sickness I've ever been through in my life. It was horrible. There was, I've never, I've never been through something that had such debilitating fatigue. Like I've never had something put me down for this long ever. And that's, why I ended up taking that, why I ended up on my main channel taking that two week break was because I was just drained. I had like, I had, I had nothing like nothing to like, I had no like energy to, to give, to shoot a video. Like it was just, just nothing. Like I had no videos planned. I had nothing. I would, I was just like, I the way I usually uh, have my videos is I have like, I have a whole wall with post-it notes, every video, every idea that I come up with, I write it down on a post-it note. I stick it to the wall. That way, every time I'm in my office at my computer—not in here, but in my office—I can look at that wall. I can see all of the ideas that I have. And then, whatever video I, I, you know, whether I have the materials or whatever it is, I'm waiting for to shoot that video. Once I decide I'm going to shoot that video, I take the post-it note off, stick it to the desk, and I get a a sheet of paper and then I expand on that video, figure out everything that I'm going to do. But I couldn't. I couldn't do that. Like I would have these great ideas on the wall. And I'd like pull the post-it note off, stick it to the thing. I'd sit there with a pen and I'm like, I just, I have nothing. Like, I don't even know like how I would, how to even begin doing this. And then I had one video that I already had planned out. I went out to the garage. I turned on the camera and I literally just stared at the camera for like three minutes. And I was like, I, I don't even know what to say. Like I, 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 that's all I know how to say that's all I know how to describe it as is. I just had absolutely nothing. I was just completely blank. So that's why I ended up taking the two week break. And luckily, everything is fine now. And I'm back on track and I have filmed. I'm back probably. I think I have three videos already filmed, so everything is back on track a OK. So for those of you that wanted to hear it, that is the expanded version of everything that was going on and why it, uh why I took that two week break and every, everything that I went through while I was sick for that time. So thank you so much for watching and I'll see you in the next one.